This is loudspeaker. This show features scenes that may not be appropriate for all audiences. A full list of content warnings is available in the show notes. Remember that nothing is what it seems when you're tuned into the weird. Are you feeling disconnected? Looking for support and not sure where to start? Hungering for a sense of community, a sense of purpose? You may be able to find what you're looking for in the town of Harpstead, a small, close-knit community nestled in the scenic countryside of Pennsylvania. Walking into Harpstead is like walking backward in time, back to when you could leave your front door unlocked, when you always knew your neighbors, and you could count on them like family. It's a town united by strong moral values. Why, as we speak, you can find the entirety of Harpstead coming together for church services. Let's listen in on today's sermon, shall we? We zoom into the church and we see the front door open with Pastor Robert Pruitt welcoming people into his church. Hi, Sam. Leonard! Oh, how's, how's the kids? How's it going? We're good. How are you oh, doing? Doing good, doing good, good. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Everybody come on in. Everybody is seated inside this, this old church. The church has been around for um, probably close to 200 years at this point. It's an older church. Pastor Robert Pruitt walks up to the front of the podium and starts talking to his congregation. Welcome everybody to church. Praise be to him. And everybody goes, praise be to him. And Pastor Pruitt looks over and he says, well, our wonderful Rachel has agreed to go home today. And everybody starts clapping. Everybody starts cheering. And Rachel is over in the corner just super excited and and kind of very giddy about what is about to happen. Now, as we all know, when people go home, we give them a special goodbye and everybody starts cheering again as Rachel walks towards the center, right in front of the podium. As the people start singing hymns, the pastor uh, looks up and says, praise be to him once again. And everybody says, praise be to Greg. Praise be to Greg. And as this is happening and people are repeating, praise be to Greg, praise be to Greg, the pastor unhinges his jaw. It starts sucking out the life force of Rachel. And you could see not only like her soul escaping from her body, but it seems just like Indiana Jones with the melty face man, like her body starts melting as, as well as she crumbles to the floor as a pile of dust. And outside of this window watching this whole thing happen is Jesse. Oh, grits.
welcome to episode three of the weird with us this week we have a very special guest so we're not going to jump directly right into things but with us this week we have ty hello yes explain explain your show announce your show and and uh, tell us who you are and what you what you do we don't have guests on this show explain yourself we don't do the guest thing yeah who are you we have family yeah uh Charles is gonna yeah, unhinge I... his jaw and suck out your legs. <laughs> 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 yeah, I am Ty. I uh, run the Side Character Quest podcast, which is a uh, tabletop role-playing game podcast where we have just two people, me and a guest. Um, it's sort of an anthology series, so like every three to six episodes, we switch to another character, but they're all in the same world. And it, that world slowly builds out, and you discover mysteries and connections between all these different people. Uh, it's it's really fun. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's who I am. That's wonderful. It's a great <laughs> show. You should make sure to go listen to it. The 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 uh, links to the show is going to be in the show notes for this entire um, arc of the story, this entire episode. So that's going to be super exciting. So hopefully you don't die in episode uh, or chapter one. So. <laughs> Um, so where did we leave off? Well, at, before, before we get into it, Charles, can I just quickly say how proud I am that after the great tech rehearsal debacle of episode one, you went, I think I've got this church thing figured out and just like, let's go back to it. <laughs> uh. Well, okay. you you are absolutely right. I would just like to say internally and i may cut this out i may not i have Ch charles wanted to be a youth pastor when he was a child <laughs> oh <laughs> my god <laughs> amazing so i was telling megan this last night like i i understand a church a little bit better and it's more so like a bit but it was okay. so good. Okay, because I was afraid you genuinely. I was afraid you genuinely thought that was how churches worked, as they invited a member of the congregation on stage to have their soul sucked out by the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, isn't that no, no? Isn't that actually how church works? Like, well, I'm a like, Baptist. Uh, I don't know how they do things in the other in the other uh, <laughs> types of churches, but so just so that our audience knows, this episode three takes place after our bonus episode so our bonus episode is between episodes two and three so we th there has been a little bit of time and um so, since since a, uh, since a radio demon uh, done d done attacked us <laughs> yes since the radio demon done attacked since spawn is what we've <laughs> called that we've named this creature because fucking guys made a spawn joke and I ran with it. Uh, I didn't do that. That's, that's not yep. on me. That's all Bishop, so, baby. So with that, too, I do want to ask uh, Bishop, uh, how are you, how is how Bishop, how are you dealing with the uh, the knowledge that the weird actually exists? It is... Oh, it's not good up in my yeah. old brain right now. Um, in fact, if we want to, I don't know if you wanted to start in the office, but I do picture Hal's desk now just littered with demonology books because despite what Delaney said, 
Hal is seeking a way to end Spawn before Spawn could kill anyone else. Like it, it's definitely has caused a change in Bishop. I think. Um, how's how's uh, Bishop's relationship with with Maggie after all of this? I feel like she's a bright light in the dark world. Actually, hold on. Yeah. Let me let me roll for that. <laughs> let me roll for it. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, she's a bright light in a dark world. <laughs> okay. Have you? Do you guys talk very regular, regularly? Still, is that? I, so here's here's what I'm going to do because Maggie is my character. I control Maggie. You control Hal. Uh, have you told Maggie about all of this? No, absolutely not. Hal Bishop doesn't want this information getting out to anybody because that's how man whose name I forgot died like he heard about contacting demons he heard about this and that's how he ended up dying and yeah it's a big thing now uh, so I think this is a good a good moment where like you and I, I kind of want you to explain this yeah uh, as as bishop yeah I, I like to think it fades in and you just hear that groaning tone of a phone's busy line going over and over and over again you see bishop staring down at the phone hoping it hoping that maybe they'll swap over and talk to him maybe that some sort of contact can be opened up here but uh, eventually he gives up hangs up reads a book on demonology for a few tries again busy tone waits a few busy tone grabs the phone again sighs looks at the number and then just says Forget it. And then dials Maggie. Hey, Hal. Hey. Hey, babe. What's up? Are you all right? Are you Are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, just um, just at work researching some stuff. Why? What's up? See, there it is again. It's a lying. You can't help it, can you? Okay. Uh, the scope of my work has expanded in the past couple of weeks, and what I thought this job was going to be has changed quite a bit um, to a point where, you know, I used to tell you what went on. I don't think I can... I, I think we need to set a boundary. I don't think I can talk to you about my work anymore. How... I think we need to break up. No. We don't. Everything's fine. It's you okay. Lied to me about I'm gonna... how you were doing. You lied to me about work. You told me your name was Ash when we first met. And it was a whole week after that that you finally told me your name was Hal. How would you feel if someone you trusted lied to you as much as you have to me. That's what I thought. I can talk to you about anything. Look, the reason why I can't talk to you about my work is for your own safety. Believe me, the only reason I'm not telling you about what goes on up here is for your safety. I'm not doing this because I because I hate you or I want to hide something away from you. Hell... You're a real nice guy, and I honestly wish you the best, but this is not working out. 
and I wish you got eaten by a goddamn dinosaur. And then I hang up the phone. Ooh. So, oh boy. uh, is, is Ash in the, no, Ash is not in the, the room at this time. I think Hal made this call when Ash wasn't around. Um, how, where is Ash right now? Like, what is Ash doing? Um, I think Ash is like heading, like heading up the elevator or like, like coming to, to the office, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. Sir, I, so I think that you kind of just like, after a few minutes of just <laughs> Hal actually lighting up a cigarette in the office, uh, I think, and just brooding in that, in that space, I think Ash walks in. Hey there, Hal. Um, so they delivered the they delivered the takeout to the fourteenth floor again, and I had to I had to take it from the the desk of the the guys who work on like the public railways. I I swear to God, if it happens again, I'm gonna start throwing fists. I don't care who they work for. Ooh, I'm working on bullet train schematics. I'm so special. I don't, I got a bullet train right here. And it's for anyone who's going to touch my gosh dang crab rangoons. I swear to God. Anyway, here's, here's your fried, here's your fried. Oh, okay. You're, 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 you're smoking in the office. You, 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 doing, you doing okay there, bud? Yeah, it's Department of the Weird. We can really get away with whatever we want, right? I mean, it's fine. I, I mean, I don't think that the smoke alarms uh, dis discern that kind of thing. Uh, don't worry about them discerning. They're disabled, so it's fine. When, when did you do that? Before I lit up the cigarette. Okay, that is... That it's is a, a really yeah. simple A-B situation. You disable the smoke alarm. Step two, pull out lighter. Step three, smoke the cigarette. Okay. We're, we're in a sassy mood, I see. And, and, and Ash just, like, kind of nudges, like, the fried rice across, like, the desk towards you. You went... You, 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 and then, uh, all, all doing that kind of grabs the uh, stack of uh, demonology books. I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to take these. No, leave that one on the very top. I'm not done with it yet. No, I think you are. This this is these no, are no, mine no, no. and I can take my things back if I want to. That's the that's the beauty of these being my things. I rented that one from the void. That one is mine. Leave it. Mm, nope, I don't think so. It's my it's mine now. I've decided I'm I'm making an executive decision as the senior member of the department. It's my book now. Alright, have fun. And then I put out the cigarette in the fried rice and then I leave. In the hallway, Delaney can briefly hear Fuck you, Rudy, and then I <laughs> then I'm gone. Oh boy. Where where do you go back to your apartment, Hal? Um, no, I think I go to a local bar. Like, I t I mean, I take the car, so good luck getting there, Delaney. But yeah, I go to just a local bar, one where they let me smoke inside, one that where everyone knows my name, <laughs> except they probably don't because I've never been there. Cool. So um, 
The the bartender walks up to you and says, um, "What what can I get you?" Double of scotch, no ice, water on the side. And he just walks away and, and starts making your drink. What is uh, what is Ash doing right now? Well, you've left me in kind of a difficult position here. Actually, wait. Okay, no, wait. I've got a really good idea. <laughs> well, as as we previously established, uh, remember, taxis are a thing. You you don't <laughs> control the only means of transportation. Uh, Ash lets you cool down for a bit. I'd say maybe uh like hour and a half, two hours later, Ash does show up at the bar because we do need to get this goddamn story moving. Um, and they do slam a file down next to you. Uh, it immediately shakes the glass of the five different rocks glasses around the table in front of me, all of which are empty. Cults. Okay. Do you have anything else to say other than that? Yes. You might you might want to look into a, a drinking thing. This this it's really early in the day, but I mean, but mostly cults, cults. Okay, tell me the story. Well, okay, here's the thing. Um, I'm I'm a little worried about you. As as your part as your partner as your work associate, but I know you get you get weird about that. Um, and so of the many different d- dossiers that cross my desk, I thought that you might like this one because, uh, well, the thing with the thing with cults. From what I, you know, from my personal experience, there's generally not anything ever supernatural at the root of them. Just some charismatic, slimy sociopath or sociopaths looking to take advantage of some vulnerable people, uh, you know, looking for something to, to believe in. And... I thought that you would enjoy the opportunity to possibly have the chance to shoot someone like that in the kneecaps, and also maybe you'll get the chance to get out and get some fresh air out in the in, in nature, in the, the beautiful mountains of Pennsylvania. No weird stuff. Just just a bunch of just a bunch of jerks in a cult. So what you're telling me is that in Pennsylvania, there is someone who is taking advantage of emotionally vulnerable people, leading them in for months and giving them all the love and care that they can before eventually breaking them and taking advantage of them. And I get the opportunity to shoot them? More than likely. Fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, see? I knew you. I knew this. I knew you would enjoy it. You know, you're not gonna. You're not gonna ask. You're not gonna ask how Ash found you at the bar. <laughs> uh, I think that's an in-car situation. We go out. We get into the <laughs> yellowed orange Ford Fiesta. So, how did you find me here, anyway? Oh, uh, you know, just a p- partner intuition. 
and not a tracking device that I put in the Ford Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> uh scotty i am super sorry that i broke up you and maggie i know you've unleashed a monster you know that right? you have unleashed an absolute monster yeah I, oh i know trust me i understand <laughs> but i am i wanted to give you both a little bit of complexity to the start of this episode a little bit mm-hmm. the drama so the yeah, a little bit, of, a little bit of drama, a little bit of fun. So inside, inside the the information that that Ash has, you you know that this this town, Harpstead, is inside the Allegheny National Forest. Um, it's it's in the middle of the woods. You can't get to there via vehicles. Um, also, it's a closed off community. So like getting into the community, that's going to be kind of number one. Um, on top of that, you know that there's a few towns nearby and we can decide whichever one that you guys want to go to. There's like a Marionville. There is there is uh, Cherry Grove. There's there's a few there's a few small towns inside. But what you know for a fact mm-hmm. that uh, that inside a town nearby, a Sheffield, which is nearby, uh, which is kind of not not the big town, but it is a it is a t- actual town, not like just twenty people living in a community. Um, it is a town of people, and that's where a lot of the cult members go to get, um, not necessarily just food. They they don't you don't they don't really worry about food, but getting clothes that kind of stuff. They go into Sheffield and and trade um so that's that's where they they go um so that is kind of your in if you want it and you can kind of figure out what you want to do at that point and we can go from there uh boy um and so the the entire town was in there right the whole town and everybody was cheering so you were able to leave pretty easily there's no need to roll for that uh did it um and perhaps you're still setting the scene and you don't want me to to ask too many gameplay questions right now ask okay cool um how did it seem like the thing was still going to be going on for a while or was i because it had just started yeah so is it safe to assume that i have a couple hours you or an hour i would say i would say you probably have like a good solid hour but okay like i also want you to consider your where you are mentally with what you have just seen uh and if you would handle that well if jesse would handle that well or if he would freak out i think oh man you're right you're right because what i wanted to do there was i wanted to say that he would use that time to go check out the home of the the uh pastor i guess um Mm -hmm. but you're right i don't think that he would i think his first move would be to try to head towards leaving the town Okay. Um, and, and because he parked a ways off and then like hiked in, okay. um, so that his car wouldn't be spotted. Uh, and he is going to start going in that direction. We cut to the scene where, where Jesse is just like running through the forest, just like, like running through the trees. Jesse has parked, uh, significantly away and kind of hiked in so that he wouldn't have been noticed. Smothered, covered, oh golly. There is a uh, a major road um, about 
two, three, two miles away. So is Jesse kind of more of an athletic individual or? Uh, he it, he was in his um, his high school track team, but it's been a while and he's done nothing to keep that up. So he's right. got a, a little bit of a paunch, uh, but he knows how to run. He just is not very good at it anymore, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. So I think I think you can run a little bit longer distance. I don't think like two miles is yeah. like too hard. Like you're not sprinting, you're just running yeah. away. He he burns um, out a lot faster than he thinks he will. Right. And um I think as oh shit. Oh, this is this is good. Oh. There is a uh interstate six 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 on the way into Sheffield. Uh and that's fun. Uh, and I think, I think, uh, Ash and, uh, Bishop are on their way, uh, as, as, uh, as Jesse is running through the woods and I will just like cut to them in the car. What are you guys talking about? So, or actually here, um, how do I, what, what is the claimed like supernatural angle that was uh in in the case file that was sent to me so it um so you know that it is a cult of the cult of greg and um they apparently believe that they can live forever is this cult like there is there is a an everlasting or and like everlasting life is what they've they've called it at this point something that allows them to live indefinitely and why are we like why what were what are we what 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 are they what are you doing yeah people are disappearing okay (laughs) the classic like uh like somebody gets into the cult and then they never see their family again and they're like why can't i go see my kid right maybe there's like a photo of just like something that looks a little strange but kind of to you looks a little bit more like a doctored photo of like oh god this pastor has his jaw unhinged or something (laughs) like that that's so silly okay like Mm -hmm. this looks like they took it like with a sharpie or something like that something along those lines where the the evidence looks a bit fake so it's uh something about the 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 promising everlasting life um you know normal usual cult garbage weird picture of the pastor here um they're they're called the cult of greg not the not the most uh attractive of names <laughs> greg <laughs> Wait, wow, wait, I did not wait, expect that to be this hard. Wait, <laughs> you said, you said this is called the cult of Greg. That that's what it says in the in the file. Yes. We are a fucking government institution, and I've just spent six hours in this fucking car on half a pack of menthols to investigate the cult of Greg. I mean, people are genuinely disappearing, Bishop. Are they Greg's? But, is that what it is? Is there a bunch of Greg's disappearing? I mean, that, that, <laughs> that would be... <laughs> 
That would be kind of funny if, like, specifically only Gregs were being murdered, but but no, no, it's it seems like it's an indiscriminate um, murdering of people, oh. not not just Greg. No, how how? That's a man in the road. Yeah, and then I need I need uh, yeah I need Jesse and I need Hal to both roll for evade. Rad. <laughs> so yeah, so this is the first roll of this episode. Um, how do y'all roll? I uh, I rolled an eight. Well, I rolled a seven plus one, so any seven plus one eight. And this is plus quick. This yep. is yes. Uh, well, I rolled a five. So, <laughs> so we're, we're hitting you with our car. Rat, <laughs> love it. I think I'm lighting up a cigarette, like as it's happening. So you're just so not paying attention to the road. I'm literally not paying attention to the road. I'm lighting up a menthol, like I'm getting ready. All right, and the car just uh, clips Jesse uh, as Jesse dodges out of the way. And Jesse, right off the bat, I need you to take two harm. <laughs> two harm, love it. Jesus. everyone it's uh, me <laughs> the director of the weird mario mario i guess uh how are you liking the new episode so far did you expect these two hooligans to hit somebody with their car i for sure didn't um welcome to the first chapter of episode three titled welcome to harpstead if this is your first time checking out the show welcome it's an interesting place for you to jump in but we welcome you along on this journey anyways uh, the show airs every other tuesday night first on loudspeaker um, our network and is released the next day on your podcast app of choice um we do listening parties in our discord uh, which is filled with a great group of people. So make sure to join the Discord and join the fun. Links to our Discord are in the show notes, as well as to all of our social media. Uh, a few quick thank yous before we get back to the show. Uh, thank you so much to Lee Shackelford, who voiced the intro at the beginning of the episode. Uh, once again, absolutely nailed it. Holy crap. Lee, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to Nancy Dreckman for voicing Cheyenne Day, uh, the DJ of The Vibe, our sister show um that are that happens on off weeks of ours so if if you need some solid music to fill the void that is the off weeks of our show i highly recommend checking it out thank you so much to ty from side character quest for joining us uh this entire act please make sure to check out his show down in the show notes thank you so much to loudspeaker for helping us make this happen Loudspeaker is a hybrid radio station slash podcasting network that uh, focuses on creating shows that are run by members of underserved communities. The Vibe airs there. My other show, Mixtape Number 9, airs there. There's a ton of really good stuff. We just added a whole station of 80s music. Um, and uh, because it's a radio station, we have a lot more flexibility when it comes to the music on the show. So that's pretty awesome. So the version that airs on loudspeaker, <clears throat> it goes on our uh, Patreon. Don't don't snitch. Uh, has uh, is scored is scored differently. Uh, and then also talking about patron, 
our Patreon. Uh, thank you so much to our patrons who help make the show possible. Funding has gone to upgrading our equipment. I got a nice new microphone. We're working on uh, doing some video content. I don't want to spoil things. Uh, and uh, it pays for us to have the sound effects that we use, the music libraries that we use. And uh, the show wouldn't be at the level of quality it is without their support. So if you uh, if you want to consider joining in on the on the Patreon, um, please please consider it. It's it's a lot. We got a lot of great stuff. We have just released our our third class to the game that we're playing. So we released the hacker class, and then on Thursday we're releasing the fourth class, which is going to be the journalist class, which is the class that that Ty is playing through this arc. Um, next week we're going to be releasing a talk about Jesse's character as well as the the journalist um, the journalist playbook. And then um, besides from that, you get the ad free experience, you get a bonus episode, which happened right before this episode. We mentioned it at the beginning of this episode, uh, featuring. Uh, uh, uh it, it, it's where corgis it's where corgis uh <laughs> access to the game that we're playing so like like i said you'll you'll have access to the game uh behind the scenes content and a bunch of other super secret stuff and final thank you thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show um uh, we we couldn't do this without you. So um, if you don't mind, sh share the show out to people that you that you know that you love that you think that would enjoy this this kind of content, uh, because uh, we are finally crawling out of the depths of our problems with SEO. We if you look up the weird on uh, Apple Podcasts, we're actually number one for if you search up the weird. My next goal is to do that with weird. It's going to take a couple of years, but we'll get there. It'll happen with your help. Um, so let's, uh, we're, oh, oh, one last thing before we, before we uh, get back to it. Uh, here is a trailer for the night post. Um, as of posting this, they have now released the third episode of their second season. And the show is awesome. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's very stylistically similar to what we do here. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, it's also filled with a bunch of queer characters and creators. So, uh, there is a non-binary ghost cowboy that's dope. That's fucking cool. Alrighty, let's get uh, let's get into that, and then let's get right back into the show. So thank you so much. Hello there, citizen. You've lived in Guilt City for a while now. Maybe you've wondered when you wake in the morning and retrieve the letters tucked neatly into your post box, just where your mail comes from. It comes from the night post, of course. Those faithful couriers deliver it while you're sleeping. All the better that they stay out of sight and keep the unseemly strangeness that follows them out of our city in the skelter where it belongs. Ahem. If, for some reason, you'd like to know more about Guilt City's conscripted couriers and the burden that chose them, their secret hopes and fears, the ancient, untamed threats that hound them on their nocturnal journeys, you have only to listen. The Night Post is a supernatural audio drama by an all-LGBT team, delivered weekly, in dead of night, to wherever you listen to podcasts. Find answers at nightpostpod.com I would have loved if we both fucked up on that one, and it's just yeah. like, alright, 
Ty, thanks for joining us. And you're on <laughs> Bye, everybody. I got to say oh grits in the opening, and now I'm I got gone. to say oh grits, then I <laughs> peaced out of here. Everybody check out Side Character Quest. <laughs> so I think when when uh, when Hal hits Jesse, Hal is still not... Does Hal realize what's happening like as it as he hits this this person or is it like after it hits that you realize that you've I mean I, I did no, I did like, yell there's a dude in the road. <laughs> no, like I'm aware. I pull over to the side of the road, I immediately start checking on the hood of the car, making sure there's no dents. <laughs> there's already <laughs> dents. It's the four fiesta. It's okay. just how the car is. The same it's the same dents. Okay, good. So you go check on the car and not the person? Yeah, like, you took away my girlfriend. My life is meaningless. Fuck you. <laughs> you had her for like two like you had her for like two months. Get over it. <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay. So Hal Hal runs and checks the front of the car. <laughs> Ash goes and checks. The the, the person. human person, oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh no! Oh. oh gosh! Are you? Excuse, are you, are you all right? I no, I there was a fucking and, and I I start waving my arms frantically in the direction that I just came from. Um, there's a guy over there. He melted someone's face off. What? what oh, okay. J- Jesus, you must have. But you, uh, you hit him real hard, Hal. Okay, here we're gonna let's we're, we're gonna get you to the hospital. We're gonna get you to the nearest hospital. You're gonna be fine. I, I, we don't need to go to the hospital. We need to call like I don't know, like the army or something. Like you don't understand what I. Oh my. Oh gee. Oh hash brown biscuit and gravy. Oh man. Oh we hit, no. We hit you real hard. Okay, let's let's get you in the here, I, I I help I help him into the the back Okay, seat. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay, here. What's what's here? We're, get, we're you're going to be fine. Here. What what's your name? I I'm I'm Jesse. Uh who who are who what's your name? What's your uh, name? My my name my name is Ash Delaney. Um How to Ash? And and that that's that's Hal Bishop and he's very sorry. This this was a, a terrible oh, accident. Although Hal, I didn't I didn't dent your car, did I? Not any more than it was. Oh gosh, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, what, what 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 possessed you to run out into the middle of the road? Um, I, a quick question. Uh, do you guys look like agents of a government agency? Oh, They're yeah. wearing suits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, I will say, you put them in the car, right? Yeah. The file is there, and it could be open if we want to draw some connections right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yeah I I you I get in the car and I'm looking and I look over and see that file um open and I shove my finger towards it. It's like that 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 I saw that. What? what? Come come again. Okay, okay, here's... So, a, a few weeks ago, I uh, I got this um, package at, dropped off at the radio station, right? And so, um, they just asked me to, you know, take care of it. Just just look through all the mail as I normally do. And so, I open it up, and inside there's a, a little burner phone, right? Like one of those ones that you see on, like, uh, the X-Files or something. So, I, 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 I open it up. And I, I get a phone call, right? And then there's this voice, and I there's something, you know, it's got like a one of those vocoder effect kind of thing, or maybe the perception is just bad. I don't know. These things are all crap. Um, and 
they told they were started telling me some stuff about this place and i just thought you know i could make my way down and and i thought maybe i could make a story out of it all right so so i drove on down um i got my tape recorder and i got my batteries and parked my car and went out on a little hike had some granola snuck into the town looked at through the church window and saw someone's f- f- soul get sucked out of their body. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, just the no. way this is the way you, the way you, That was just <laughs> the way you hit that was very good. I I swear I swear it's true. It's this this guy right here. Like his jaw just stretched out and like. Why do you have this file? What are two people in government agent uniforms with a file doing rushing towards a town where you claim a man just had his soul sucked out his body? I fucking wonder why we're here. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now let me ask you a question. Yeah. You said you wanted to turn this into a story, correct? Of course, yeah. After you saw what you did, do you still want to turn this into a story? Yes, I do. I do. More importantly, are you willing to take us back there? Do either you guys have, like, I don't know, holy water or something? Uh, I starts patting it out. Oh, God. Oh, I had some at the office and I didn't bring it because I, I didn't think this was going to... De- oh, God. Dang it. I have a gun. You're, you're, you, oh, you've, okay, okay, good. Whew, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, well, if you, if you two are used to this sort of thing, you can handle that, that side of it, then I can, I can lead you back up. I can get you back up there and, um, we, we can get to the bottom of this. Uh, Ash turns to Hal. Hal, I'm, I'm sorry. I, this wasn't a trick. I genuinely did not think we were going to find anything supernatural here, but buy me a bus and call me the Frizz? This doesn't seem like it's going to be a normal field trip after all. (laughs) More unbelievable things have happened today. It's all right. Let's go. So the nice thing about a Ford Fiesta, right, (laughs) is it's still still made out of, like, steel like significantly made out of steel oh god so uh, oh that had to hurt i'm so sorry Todd. <laughs> oh yeah um i do have a med kit and yeah you can use yeah, your med kit if you'd like i, think it I mean be, like i think it would be fun narratively to burn it on jesse <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think i'm thinking uh if if we want to have like this is the the image in my head of what just happened which is like i burst out onto the highway and you like you didn't hit me directly. You clipped my backpack, and that like spun me off and like okay. threw me onto the asphalt. And so like the the it wasn't like a direct hit from a car going sixty miles per hour. <laughs> it was being like whipped around and thrown to the ground, uh, which is why I'm not just dead. <laughs> dead. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, you did. You did take two harm though out of yeah. what we only yeah we only have Six. like yeah. So it's like. I don't want to mur- I don't want our guest to be de- we we need you alive for at least a few episodes so Yeah. I skin the skin the heck out of my shin as yeah. I, I hit the ground. Yeah. Ripped um, uh, one of my pant legs a little. Okay. Um we we do want to get in there as soon as possible. I don't want to burn time 
having to drag you to a to a hospital. Uh, let me let me shuffle through. What have I got here in the back? Uh, if I patch you up real quick with a med kit, that'll that'll do the job. Sure. Uh, you guys are more experienced with this than I am, so yeah, go go for it. Question. I, yes. Uh, it's fair to say no to this, but okay. Anything for the story, get one experience when you prioritize the scoop above the safety of the group. Because uh, I, I'm choosing to return to this place despite having just seen the, the demon suck out. Yes, and you also, uh, and Scotty failed to roll. So, Scotty, you oh. also uh, mark experience. Oh, uh, cool. So, um, let me pull up the... Oh, Medicaid. Okay, here we go. Uh, whenever you treat someone who has had significant harm inflicted on them, roll shrewd because I don't know why not. Ten plus, uh, reduce harm by two ticks. Seven to nine, reduce harm by one tick. Note: you cannot use Medicaid again until a character takes more harm or is in a proper medical facility like a hospital. You must have an item on hand. I rolled an eight, so I got you down by one. <laughs> Rad. Cool. <laughs> so, significant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so with this at one harm, you still like you feel better. Like the like you really scraped up your side, I think. Um, but with that, uh, with being patched up, um, it's going to probably leave like a minor scar, um, and it's going to take some time to heal up. And currently, I think Jesse is not necessarily like walking with a limp, but just still feels really achy after this whole instance so um the the three of you make your way and this this is happening in the car but you're making your way into the the town of sheffield which is just right up the road um from where this happened um there's a few there's a few stores in town there's a gas station i'm sure you probably like swing in to go get gas um is there anything specifically that you y'all want to grab before you make plans and get into the town not that I can think of. Bishop really just wants to get to this cult compound and fuck up a cult leader. <clears throat> I think I probably get a Coke, and that's it. <laughs> okay. Oh, Dr. Pepper and peanuts in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that Ash wants to do before, like, I move on? No, I'm trying to like think of something. I'm trying to think of something wacky that a t- I can. A ten-hour energy. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah, really. Well, because Ash didn't bring any shit because they weren't counting on it, you know encountering anything uh, weird. <laughs> I get, I get right. a, a bag of trail mix for the car. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I guess not. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a couple. You know what? They snag a couple five-hour energies, like like the horrible <laughs> little gremlin they are. <laughs> okay, ten yeah, hours I of energy. That. <laughs> you get you get five you get five of them. You want the full day's worth yes. of energy. And then you know what? They they drink they they drink two immediately at once. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Welcome welcome to Ash Delaney. <laughs> you how does how does does this I mean like you've experienced this enough, Hal. Does that phase you at all at this point? Uh, no, I immediately respond with you know you have to be careful with that. That'll kill you eventually. And then just light up a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Pot. Um. The the kettle's going to do what it wants. Also, my my body can respond. Has been trained to respond to it. You know. This is this is what it expects. It's fine. It's good. 
I had a, a, a friend back in high school who spent two weeks eating just five hour energy and nerds. And, you know, besides the blackouts, they were fine. <laughs> From Sheffield, like I mentioned, it's about uh, two, two miles in to get to this, the, the compound, a little bit more than two miles. Um, and do you all hike from Sheffield? Do you leave the car there or do you kind of like drive to be a little bit closer? There is that interstate 666 that is right there, which is unnerving. I'm yeah. Are you fucking with us? There's no way that's a real interstate. Like I, I will, it's, it's a street or something. It looks like an interstate marker that is 666, maybe a County road 666, but it's literally a fucking like, I did not plan this. <laughs> this is not planned. That's unsettling. This is a thing that exists in this space. I think uh, um, I think Jesse would be directing the the group to park over where I've hidden my car. Um, but I, I would also, it would be totally reasonable for us to not want to park near each other. Um, so it's well, up to you guys. Uh, that's the problem. Like, I feel like Bishop wants to go as far in as possible, but Bishop can only go as far in as Jesse will take him. And mm, so I think mm. I think it's all on Jesse how far we go here. <laughs> but also keep in mind if you guys are trying to be sneaky that the the Ford Fiesta is not a sneaky vehicle. That that Ye- fucker is loud as shit. That's mm-hmm. very true. People will hear that coming. When I when I ran off and was trying to find my car, uh I, I, they were just starting mass, so or they should be wrapping up around right around now. So if we head back, there's probably going to be people, if not out right, right away, they're going to be out pretty soon. So I, I don't know if you want to park. Wait, right up on mass. Is this a Catholic cult? <laughs> Sorry, I was raised Catholic, so uh, it's oh. just I, I forget what. No, Other. we can we can park over here. It's a, it's okay. Yeah, we, All we right. probably don't want to uh, you know, we don't want to <laughs> we don't want to announce our presence and I I I know I know you've uh, grown attached to your baby there, Hal, but it's not subtle. It is a banana mobile. I know. <laughs> it's it's also loud. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, we park in. Also, Banana Mobile was out of character. Hal is a cold, <laughs> heartless bastard right now. All right, so uh, you make your way through the um, the woods and the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been. It's thick. It's 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 quite thick uh, woods wise, um, and it's decently cold. Um, like a nice chill because it's pretty humid um, since you're closer to the ocean than than a lot of other places. So it's the nice little twinge in the air that you feel, which honestly is a little strange because as of right now, I feel like we're in the middle of the summer. So like the cold is just a little, str- I wouldn't say strange, but it's it's different. It's not something that you would normally experience this time of year. Um, but you make your way towards this town. And as you do, um, the closer and closer you get the the ground um stops from being like this nice like brown earthy tone and you can start seeing that as you get closer and closer to the town the the um ground beneath you is turning more into like a white sandy kind of area um so 
you realize the closer that you are to this town, the more of this like white sand is is around. You find yourself at the edges of Harpstead, standing just feet away from a large fence made from a dark material that surrounds the entire perimeter of the town. The bars that protrude out of the ground are about 10 feet high, making it difficult to get over. They are close enough together that someone like me, six feet tall, 220 pounds, uh, couldn't manage to squeeze through. (laughs) Small they thems, however, can. So that is something to consider that maybe, maybe Ash realizes that they can be a little bit more sneaky and get in here. Um, you can see, um, because you are not like right on the fence, um, you're kind of maybe hidden a little bit into the woods a little bit because it basically goes woods and then the fence and then that space. So you're kind of hidden in that woody area. So people couldn't necessarily see you unless they're really looking for you. Um, But you can see that people are starting to make their way out of the church um, and into like going back to their homes, kind of greeting each other, shaking each other's hands. Have a wonderful day. You too. What do y'all do? Okay. So clearly we're pressed for time. Uh, Jesse. Yeah. You wouldn't happen to have a cell phone, would you? I don't I don't carry them I don't carry them myself because I don't trust the government to not tap them. I have got I've got this one. It's the the burner that um they gave me. So I mean I've only I've only used it to to call them. Good 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 enough. Don't care. Gimme. And <laughs> uh Ash takes it. And Hal, you've got your phone on you, right? Yes. Great. Keep 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 it keep it on you. I'll be in touch, and Ash jumps through the bars. Oh, oh man! It, what happens if my source calls them while? Oh no! So, um, so Ash Delaney runs into the town. Um, I need you to roll something in regards to like a stealthy kind of roll, and I'm guessing this is our third roll, which is another evade roll. <laughs> this is what I'm guessing is happening it's a, it's a here. It's very invasive episode. <laughs> right, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking here, and this is just something that we'll need to update the game. I think evade also needs to be kind of like a stealth move, but mm-hmm. that is that is something that because. There's a lot of sneaky movements with you guys. I think that we we'll we'll make evade also like a stealthy kind of roll. Yeah. So um, what what I would like you to do is I would like you to roll evade. That and... is an eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this keeps happening. You know, for for all that Ash does real dumb shit, you think they'd be better at at being stealthy, but no, this keeps happening. Here's here's what happens. You get two choices. A, this is a failure. Or B, while you're rolling, you drop the phone. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'd rather stay yeah, I drop the phone. So, okay. I'd rather not get so, so just so that I, I can picture how this has, has gone down, you have, like, gone through the fence. Yeah. Presumably while, while, while yelling, um, you know, stay hidden. And then I imagine while, like, ro- like, running through, trying not to be seen by the people coming out of the church, I did some kind of little, like, roll or, like, somersault or some shit. 
to hide behind a building and the phone did fall right out of my pocket, presumably along with like an empty five hour energy. <laughs> <laughs> and do we do we see the phone fall out, but we can't say anything because that'll yeah, draw attention 100%. to it? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Oh, so oh, as... oh no, oh dang it, they dropped the phone. Oh, you dropped, oh horseradish. Oh, hash browns. <laughs> so as as you're running in, uh, the phone drops. They say the line. And as as Jesse is saying that line, a voice comes from the, the woods right behind them and says, Dropped what? Charles Joseph Kelly. This chapter's introduction was written by Megan Danger. Ash Delaney is played by Megan Danger. Hal Bishop is played by Scotty Moore. Cheyenne Midday is played by Nancy Dreckman. The narrator is played by Lee Shackelford. Guest starring Ty from Side Character Quest as Jesse. Everyone else is played by Charles Kelly. Thanks for joining the Weird Y'all. This has been a production of Loudspeaker Networks. For more on this and other programs, visit loudspeaker.fm.